Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and today is our last look back at 2023 and what you, the listeners, have determined to be some of the more popular early episodes of The Rock Fight. And today's episode is Breaking Up With Running. I can't wait to give you a little more context behind that episode, but first... Could you please take a second and subscribe or follow The Rock Fight on whatever app you're listening to it on and then hit that five-star review. And if you have more than a second and like the show, perhaps leave us a quick review. I know that's like three things. I said I would ask you to do one thing, but I'm asking you to do three things. And I really appreciate it because it's the single best way to help out and grow this show. And I can't thank you enough for doing so. That's my wish for the new year. It's for you to do all those things. Thank you so much. All right, let's start the show. So let's take a listen to the original episode and hear why I had to break up with running. In the 1985 film Real Genius, which as you know is universally accepted as a masterpiece of cinema, there's a scene where villain Professor Jerry Hathaway arrives back at his house as he finishes a jog. He chases the neighbor's dog off of his lawn and notices that our protagonist Chris Knight is eating popcorn and waiting for him. And they have the following exchange. still run? Only when chased. I saw this movie when it came out, and this brief but poignant view gave me what can only be described as a dogmatic approach to running for the next 10-ish years of my life. Running was stupid unless it was helping you escape imminent death. Quick aside, guys, William Atherton, who played Jerry Hathaway in this movie, deserves more love. From 1984 to 1990, he played Walter Peck in Ghostbusters, Hathaway in Real Genius, and Richard Thornburg in two Die Hard movies. Is there a better run of someone playing insufferable and sniveling characters than that? I don't think so. And he's so good at it. Does that mean that that's the way he is in real life? Is there still time to work on an honorary Oscar for him? This man was as much a part of my childhood as He-Man, the Autobots, and Twisted Sister. He deserves recognition. Anyway, the point is, I didn't run for a long time. It was well into my 20s before I started running for fitness, and that's not weird. Most people claim to hate running and are reluctant to start. My theory is that they don't know that learning to run is an acquired skill, just like learning to ski or ride a bike or kayak. There are right and wrong ways to run, but because it's basically a faster version of something we do all of the time, walking, there's a perception that running should be easier than it actually is. Also, any runner will tell you that the first 5 to 15 minutes of every run is the worst part of every run. So if you're not a runner and you decide to give it a try, you're probably not doing it correctly. And when you try, you immediately enter the hell of miles 1 to 3. So it can be a little off-putting, to say the least. But, spoiler alert, eventually, we all become runners. As we age, the pie chart that shows how our personal time is consumed starts to dole out new pieces to career and family, and all of a sudden, a 30-minute run from your front door, something that sounded horrible not that long ago, becomes your best choice for fitness and your sanity. And so, even if you're not there yet, someday, you too will become a runner. But let me tell you, do not fret when that day comes. Just start running trails. It's such a fun way to experience the outdoors and one of the closest ways to get in touch with how you felt as a kid and you and your pals were playing in the woods. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm telling you all of this, and it's because, well, running and I are, um, we're at an interesting crossroads in our relationship. 
I just had my second arthroscopic surgery on my left knee in six years thanks to what my orthopedic surgeon and physical therapist have described as naturally bendy and loosey-goosey joints. Apparently I'm like the Gumby of outdoor enthusiasts, and that quality does not mesh real well with the dynamic footing and movements required when running almost exclusively on trails. And because I love doing it so much, the result has been the shredding of my left meniscus for the second time. You see, after you get over your reluctance to run, you start to love it. And then it becomes kind of like a drug. We run when we want to, but we also run when we don't want to, and we run when we should do something else. And you know, there's a lot of good science to support the fact that humans are built for this. But there are always exceptions, and apparently, I'm one of them. After my first knee surgery, I was hell-bent on getting back to running, and then spent the next six years running as much as I could. And yeah, I probably should have run a little less and lifted a little bit more because now, due to my stretch Armstrong style joints, I'm back on the bench. Or am I? Perspective matters. The glass can be half empty, it can be half full. So instead of sitting around worrying about how to bring running back into my life, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm putting running on the bench. And I'm gonna go biking with my kids, bike packing with my pals, surfing, skiing, and get into the gym. You know those pictures of J.K. Simmons looking like a shredded Santa Claus? I'm gonna worship at the altar of J.K. and be the guy, the old guy, with the huge guns. And who the hell knows if my running days are actually over? The truth is I have way less cartilage in my knee than I once did, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. But until then, I'm taking running out to a lunch in a crowded restaurant I'm sitting running down, and before anyone has a chance to take our order, I'm telling you, running, I'm really sorry. It's not you. It's me. My heart feels one way, but my knee feels another. And also, I, I need to be honest. I've sort of started seeing someone else. Oh, their name? I'm not sure if you know them, but uh, they go by Gravel Bicycle? Look, I love you running, but right now... You're kind of toxic, and I know you'll find someone else. There are plenty of people out there right now turning 20, 25, 30, and realizing that they need to start running. So, so you'll be okay. And so will I. Okay, so today is December 30th, 2023. And today, literally today, is the one-year anniversary of the second knee surgery I referenced in the episode Breaking Up With Running. That episode was released on February 8th of 2023, under two months removed from that surgery. And I was still in PT at the time as part of my recovery. The point being, I wrote and recorded that episode while I was still reckoning with walking away from an activity that had been a big part of my life and identity for the previous decade. If you're wondering how that's all going today, you know, honestly, pretty well. After recording that episode, I thought I'd reach a point where I'd realize I'd committed to not running ever again and have some sort of emotional breakdown. And over the past year, there were definitely a couple of fuck it, I'm going for a run moments where I just felt the need to, to just run. And if you're not a runner, Maybe you don't know what that feels like, but I know that other runners out there are nodding along right now when you reach that point where you're like, I'm just going to go run. I don't care if it hurts. I just need to run. Now, the good news for my knee is that I ignored that feeling and found other ways to get the energy that needed to come out, you know, out. Because despite all the reassurances from PTs, doctors, and YouTube videos that there's a path back to running, and I believe them, I know it's not the kind of running that I want to do. 
I'd rather just take the activity off the table rather than sign up for pre-run movement prep and limits to where and how I can actually run and post-run PT. I really do love running, but not that much. Especially when I have a quiver of bikes just sitting right there. 2023 has definitely been a year of bike riding. As promised in the episode, I rode bikes with my kids. I went bikepacking with my pals. And as also promised in the episode, I'm definitely getting in the gym more. I'm not full-on J.K. Simmons shredded Santa yet, but he's a good bit older than me, so I have a few years to get there. And there have definitely been more hikes and time spent at the climbing gym. And a year on, I'm actually not that bummed that I've taken running off the menu. As much as I came to love it, the main reason I started running as much as I did was due to a lot more travel for work, so it was a necessity to stay active. A way to combine long work days with sport and still be able to invest in myself and athletics personally. And if you're a serious runner, it becomes hard to do anything but run. You start to get worried that when you take time off to do other fun things outside, it will affect your ability to rip off a long run. And then there's anxiety that comes with seeing your total mileage drop on whatever fitness app you use. It's actually kind of debilitating and limiting if you like to do other things. And I'm not saying the same thing doesn't come with other sports, but logging those daily, weekly, and monthly running miles becomes as much a part of your life as eating, drinking, and sleeping. I do miss getting ready for an event. It's been over four years since I last trained for and participated in a race or a ride. So in order to give me that goal, there's a big mountain bike ride where I live in April. And I think that's something that I'm going to commit to. But for me, that's about it, really. If you're injured or faced with the prospect of losing an activity that you've known and loved for a long time, just remember that there are tons of different things to do both in the outdoors and creatively. You can mourn the thing you lose while also replacing what you loved about that thing pretty easily. I don't know, maybe I need to form a support group here on the Rock Fight or something to help others who had to kick an outdoor activity to the curb. Let me know if you'd like to join that group or just contact the show in general. And you can do that by sending your emails to myrockfight at gmail.com or hit us up on socials. The Rock Fight is on Instagram, threads, and TikTok. The handle is at underscore rockfight underscore. Send your messages on this episode, thoughts on other episodes, or any outdoorsy topics you'd like to hear covered here on the show. This is the last rock fight of 2023, and as 2024 looms in our very near future, I am excited about what we have lined up for you. Buckle up, pals. 2024 is going to be a memorable year here on The Rock Fight. The Rock Fight is, of course, a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening and here to take us out. It's Krista Makes from Less Than Jake with the Rock Fight fight song. We'll see you next time, rock fighters. Rock fight.